0: on let's lift up the name of jesus christ there is none other in heaven or on earth welcome to another episode of hope in christ with denise here on kingdom influencers broadcast where we place our hope in the only hope there is christ our lord
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am Pastor Minister Denise, founder of Hope in Christ Ministries. Here at Hope in Christ, we are healthy, overcomers, purpose, and maintain an eternal perspective. We're going to open with a word of prayer, and then we'll begin today's show. Father God, we thank you, O oh God, for your Word, we thank you for another day, oh God. We thank you for another opportunity to spread your word, Father God. So we pray and ask, oh God, that those that are listening to this broadcast, that they would be moved to come into the knowledge of who you are, God. Move on their hearts, remove the stony places, remove the blockage from their ears so that they can hear you and come and say, what must I do to be saved? Father, we thank you and we give you glory and honor and praise. For you alone are the only true and living God. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers broadcast, and it also re-airs on Sky Thunder Radio on Monday nights. Today we have an amazing man of God, and before we introduce him, I want to start with our scripture From Hebrews 1 and 3 and it says and he Jesus is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his nature and the up and uphold all things by the word of his power when he had made purification of sins he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high Hebrews 1 and 3 and so we understand from this scripture that there is no other. We understand the power of Christ and the purpose and what he did for humanity. And so that's why we pray and ask God to help people to come to hope in Christ. And so we understand Christ is not just someone or was not just someone that walked the earth like one of us. But again, he is the exact radiance. And the glory, the representation of his nature, and upholds all things, not some things, but all things by the word of his power. Amen. So today we have Minister TK Ware, and he is a visionary and also an author and does phenomenal work for the body of Christ to bring people to the knowledge of who Christ is, as we just read in Hebrews 1 and 3. So, TK, can you tell us a little bit more about you?
0: Um, First of all, I want to say thank you for having me on your show and just a little bit about me. Um, You know, as most people, I I wasn't per se, you know, born or raised up in the church. I drifted off and did what I normally do. But it was after a tragic event that the Lord called me forth and not only did he call me but he he placed the word in my belly and placed the gift within my hands and from there until now I've written I want and I lose count I've written um 20 plus books um I've I did two conferences last year two men conferences last year um, we have two more to do this year Um, I also help other people um, write books, help others with various projects. Um, But I think my most passionate drive is winning souls for the kingdom. It's my joy to witness unto those who are trapped in the darkness of sin. So even so through my writings, and I write in every genre, whether it's fiction, poetry, self-help, devotional, um, ministerial books, each book bears a gospel message and each story. So it's one thing. We can talk about Daniel and the line then in the Hebrew boys and Moses and and various prophets. So within my story, instead of me telling you the Bible says this, that, and the other, you will experience the essence of what the Bible says in the Gospels through the the fictional stories and even so through the non-fictional. So we just, I'm just a humble servant.
1: Amen, amen, and T. k, can you take us back to when you first were called to ministry and um, take us and tell us a little bit about
0: that? All right, um well, <laughs> I am the one who I like to always say this, and um, I think we we mentioned some of it in our book, um, but we try not to go put too much in a book but I was the one who wasn't supposed to be here, you know. Um, I remember I dropped out of high school because I got tired of waking up, you know, as, you know, you would, as strange as that sounds, I got tired of waking up, going to high school. In my mind, I thought there was more to to do, so I ventured off to drinking and doing other illicit things that people do when they're drinking, and, a tragic event, because sometimes it takes a tragic event for the Lord to get your attention. Because I was the one now. I hated church. I hated Christians. If you came to me with the Bible, and as far fetched as this may sound, but it's true, you came me with the Bible, I would cuss you out, and I would tell you don't come around me with that that book. And so, I I was almost like Paul. You know how Paul fought and fought the Christians, killed Christians because of his belief, so on and so forth. You know. Killed them in various ways. You know, um, they hated Paul. I'm sorry, they hated Saul until he became Paul. But I, I got locked up, and it was in this place. And, and mind you, I was also on probation. So anyone who know anything, you can't get locked up if you're on probation. That just that's one of the stipulations. You got if you're on probation, you got to walk a straight line. And so I was behind bars, and there was an elderly man. And he, gave, he was reading the book, and I asked him, what are you reading? And he said, the Bible. And, you know, I, I didn't have any, anything else to do. I'm, I'm in this, these four walls with this elderly man, these bars, enclosed us in this place. Um, in my eyes, I thought this is it. This is my life. And I was young, I'm young now, but I was much younger then, but I had already accepted this is going to be my, <clears throat> my reality. So he gave me the book the Bible, and I said, what am I supposed to do with this? He said, read. I said, where? From the beginning. And so I opened it up and read it, and I prayed a generic prayer. I call it generic, but that's why I love the Lord, because he he hears the essence in what you say and what you pray, even what you say and what you pray when you don't know what to say. He hears what you want to say. And I said, Lord, if you get me out, I'll change. And within days and weeks, things start happening, happening, happening my entire record was thrown out. And when I, get, when I finally got out and I had to go see my probation officer, everything was clear that you don't have to report anymore. And kid now, mind you, I didn't know anything about God. I didn't know anything about Jesus. I didn't believe in no miracles. I didn't believe in none of that. So all these things happening, I'm thinking it's, it's a game. This is, it's a, this is a game. It's a trick. It's a trick because I'm in the system. But everything was erased. Within a week's time, now, some people may say, yeah, within a couple of months, I changed. Everything happened so quickly. Within a week, I get a phone call. A guy was like, um, do you want to come and play on our basketball team? I said, sure. He said, but you got to go to church at least twice a, twice a month. Twice a month? I said, okay, I can handle that. And um, there were so many other things that happened in between, but I, I'm, I'm summarizing it. So I went to the church and played with the basketball team, and eventually – They took the basketball program away because I was in the church using vulgar language, yes. So when I say I was so far out there and, and everything about God, I didn't know anything. I was literally in darkness, and not darkness per se as in light, but I was alienated from truth. And yet they took away the basketball program, and I sat there confused. I didn't know why these people were falling out. I didn't understand why these people were jumping up with their hands in the air. I didn't understand it. I thought it was all make believe. I thought it was all fake. So I sat there, and eventually I stayed there. And other things happened, but to just speed it up, there was one particular Bible study. This man walked up to me, and I can, as I'm talking, I can visualize and see their face. And he said, "I want you to read something now." <laughs> And the other funny part is I hated reading books. I'm not going to read a book. I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to write a book. I didn't do any writing or reading back then. And you say I want you to read this. And for some strange reason, I went home and I read. And the book was entitled The Divine Revelation of Hell. And so I, I went home and I read that book from page one to the end, and it literally shook my foundation. Every I thought I was big and bad and tough and it shook and broke up everything in me. And it was in it was that night I cried out unto Jesus. I asked him to come into my life and that night he saved me and sealed me and placed a go ye in me. And I was that same individual who a week two weeks before the end I was wilding. So now he put a go ye in me and now people there was one particular woman who saw the transformation and said, because somebody like you changed, there has to be a God. And from that moment, we would go and go and go. And he sent me from Georgia to Alabama. And I, and I met with the man who was responsible for bringing me into the things of God, the kingdom, Pastor Lindsey. And he began to minister unto me. And he began to say unto me, you have a calling in your life to preach the gospel. And, and I frowned at it because I'm like, who, me? Wait a minute. I'm. I'm, me? No, 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 no. You got it. Me? And I didn't wrestle with it. And from that moment on, that's when the visitation started happening, and, and, and the Lord would begin to open up his word unto me. And from there until now, I'm steadily, I'm still learning. I, I will never say I have arrived, but I'm, I'm constantly going and going and trusting the voice of the Lord. And in the midst of my going, he birthed the whole writing thing and showed me the avenue in which he wanted me to even... More so declare the gospel. That's a summary. That's a, I just summarized everything in a nutshell.
1: Hey man, amen, amen. And I do remember reading that book long years ago and I was <laughs> like, Okay, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> um I just remember picking it up in the library, I think, and I was like, Wow, this Yes the visual of um hell, it was like, Oh my Lord. Um, but that's amazing testimony and t- share this your components of your ministry so the different components what are the different components of your ministry
0: well for one um i you know i'm al- i'm always open for traveling <clears throat> you can some people have reached out through me from my website others through any type of social media or if they see me around you know i um, if my schedule permits it i travel in various places um you know, um, regardless of the facility, whether it's church or if it's a gym, you know, I'm, I'm able to travel and, and speak or minister accordingly. I also, not only do I write books, but I also help publish other individuals um, and not just publish. And all the, it has to be faith-based. Anything outside of faith-based, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not the man for you. And I also help design various flyers. And we also do conferences. We do a men conference and a women's conference. Um, we have um, the third Man Up conference, which is which is what I started, Man Up, empowering men, boys to become who they need to be in the Lord. Um, we had one in Troy, another one in Georgia, and we're going to have the next one is going to be this month, actually, the end of this month. And in May we're going to have, we have, um, the Hello Queen Conference, which I started as well. I'm also social media manager of Elation Magazine, um, so we we utilize that as well. And we also mentor young boys, those who are trapped in a mindset of mean, mean only mean. You know, those who think they are big and bad. We mentor various individuals. So we go from various places, mentoring them, sharing our experiences so that they, too, can come out of the darkness into the lowest, marvelous light.
1: Amen, amen. And um, I definitely put that conference on my calendar as well. Um, My other question is, why is it important um, for the anthologies, like why is it important to you to get those stories out there? I just That kind of popped in my head when I was writing the question.
0: And see, that's another thing, um, and I'm, a, I'm glad you brought that one out. And one thing that because of the gift of writing that the Lord birthed in me, um, and um, I remember I went to a revival at um church in Andalusia, and there, it was maybe a, it was a women's program or uh, some of that sort, and it was from my home church. So I went to visit, and, and the, the woman of God was ministering. And, and as she began to go forth in the Lord, she she looked over at me and echoed some of the same things which had already been spoken concerning, you know, my calling to declare the gospel, which, you know, it's, it's nothing that I didn't know. So, But then she began to say, you have a gift to write. And this was before I was doing it right. And she began to say, I'm not talking about a, a gift per se, but you have a gift that will uproot trees. You know, in other words, a gift that's going to shake up the world. And I, I listen. And I'm not the type who runs to any prophecy. I don't just run to prophecy. You know, I'm I'm going to sit there and listen, I'm, and I'm going to try to spirit by the spirit, because I'm not just that type who just runs to you. Tell me, God said, God said. I need, to, I need to have a witness in me to make sure. And so I remember this, and I sat there in my mind. I said, how am I going to write a book? I don't know it. She, what is she talking about? How am going to write a book? She's talking about how i am going to write a book. <laughs> and before the woman of God made it back to the woman of God walked on and she looked back and said, God said, don't worry about how you're going to do it. And so, of course, everyone in the church looked over there at me. And when I went home that night, in the cool night, and and the Lord always visited me in the cool. In the cool of the night, I heard His voice, and He woke me, and began to talk to me, and I began to write, write, write. And every I couldn't not stop writing every night. Um, and every, then He'll come again, and I'll have, I'll have visions, and, he, and within the vision He'll He'll show me what this book's gonna be about, the name of it, and the purpose of it, and I will write, 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 or He will... Drop a vision before me, and I would write, 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 write. Not knowing that that particular book that I wrote about, it was actually a true story of someone. So I would write, write, write. So then he he shook everything, and the first book was Man Up, and because most of my books were just the Lord and I, you know, we just I'm just going. So then he had me to reach out to various individuals. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a little different. I haven't did this before. So we reached out to him and we went from man up and I thought that was it. But then he spoke unto me and, and told me, hello, queen. Hello, queen. So okay, Lord. So I, I reached out to various individuals, reached out. And we could compile that particular book and, and it, it was a blessing to so many. And I thought that was it because, um, remember, I, I don't plan anything. I don't have a, a guideline, okay, by this date I'm going to have this book and this book and this book and then, then he comes and says, queen to queen. So I'm like, um, and I'm saying to myself, you know, it was kind of time-consuming with the first one. And in and, and hello, queen, there's 45 women of God, and some of the women are from the British Virgin Islands and, and, and so on and so forth. And so we reached out, and, and then I think queen to queen, shot up to number one on the Amazon, and those t- types of things mean little to me. The greatest blessing I received from queen to queen is when someone messaged me and said that that particular book made them reevaluate their life. And so that blessed me. And I thought it was finished until a couple of days ago the Lord spoke to me and gave me a new book that's been there, done that. And this book is about individuals writing about the trying time they have experienced and how they came to trust in the Lord. And so I had to reach out to various individuals And so this is a new path he has placed me on. And it allows not only, because healing comes in so many ways. Sometimes healing comes when you can get a trying time out, get an experience out. Because the Bible says we overcome by the word of our testimony, by the blood of the Lamb. And so not only does it allow individuals to heal and also for others to be healed from their words, it's also an avenue to which many and the because he showed me multitudes of people being not only blessed, but healed and delivered from the written word. And I just say, Yes, Lord And whenever he leads me I just follow his lead. So that's my answer to your question.
1: <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Um, and I was when I was listening to you I said it sounds like me 'cause um same thing, I have these dreams, and it's yeah. like God is speaking to me in my sleep, and even I dreamed something last night, and I'm like, Lord, okay, what does that mean? And even before I wrote my book, he showed me, I, I hadn't even written anything, and he showed me this lady interviewing me about this book that I had written, <laughs> and the lady's name, the the um, character's name was Hannah. And I was like, God, I woke up, um, who is Hannah? And so he began to give me the story of and it was based on my life but um how to write it for his glory, not to do it in, you know, vengeful way or um so he gave it to me and I was like, Wow I mean, just so I when I heard you talking, I was like, Yep, that's how he does me. I have to keep a notebook with me yes. just different things and people look at me like and even my husband's like okay, the Lord must be showing you something, and and I'll go write it down. So he does continuously speak. That's why I don't understand what people say they don't believe or or is God really speaking to you because he does. He speaks to us. Yes, he does. does. My other question is where do you see your ministry five years or ten years from now?
0: Well, according to the vision that he gave me, I, from five years from now, I see it. um, I see global. Um, There are various countries that my message have to reach. Um, In fact, if I don't physically go, then the word of my message, which is his message, will have to go. Um, I also see... Others, because um, various cities. Because he showed me the vision in which I would have to go and set up, you know, various things. Um, not only with the Hello Queen, because the Hello Queen is all about empowerment, you know, and 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 women encouraging women. Um, it, it's not even more so about you know what TK wear. It, it's just women encouraging women. I was able to compile or. Reach out, and so it's women encouraging women because there's a little girl who don't who don't realize she is a queen. And sometimes when you have someone who who walked through hell and high water, and a a young woman is going through what she's been through, and if she can see her on the other end of that trial, it will give them hope. And so the Hello Queen movement that he has gave me, I have to establish that in various places. At the same time, man up and. I have to because he's given me. We have the shirts and everything, the, the the various mugs and and he showed me because I was limiting it just okay, just locally. You know, we're gonna this this state, this state. But he showed me a a bigger picture. He he broadened the vision and showed me where I have to go. And I saw a col I saw a Coliseum. I don't want to get too much into it. So I know that the voice that he's placed in me. I have to go further than where I am. So my some of my writings have reached parts of Africa, um, have reached parts of um, the islands. And so there are people who have heard the words of TK Ware, which is the words of Jesus. And my passion, and, and that's, that's my passion, to just continue to do that which is pleasing in sight, even through the writing. And... So between now and five years, we hope to have various conferences established, in which we will we will probably have to do some extensive traveling to because there even now I constantly see people who are either going through what I went through or not understanding their purpose in God and with the book we just we're actually doing been there done that. This one young lady and I, want to, I don't want to say too much about it, but she was sharing a, a heart-wrenching story, you know, about being various things happened within her family, various things happened, and how she became a victim to the desires of her flesh to where it and led her so far out there to where suicide even came up. And I'm reading it, and it's touching me, the fact that, you know, this young lady is going through all of this, and yet she's still standing. And then you have other people sharing various things, and, and when I see things like that, it, it, it gives my purpose purpose. And I and I see and I say, Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And so she's receiving healing and so my whole mindset is to just reach and reach and reach. So the borders of my my ministry will be within the vein of reaching and declaring the truth of the gospel.
1: Amen, amen. Thank you for sharing and uh, I'm grateful for being connected as well. Um, getting, you know, having to connect, have connected with you as well. Um, my last question is, how can people contact you or um, reach out to you to be a part of what you're doing?
0: All right. Well, um, you can, of course, reach me through Facebook, TK Ware. Um If you have a personal question or um, a prayer request or anything, you can reach me through my, my email, which is the gospel writer. The gospel as in the song, thegospelwriter at gmail dot com. You can visit my website, w dot pcom I N S I G H T F U L C P dot com and you can fill out the contact page. Um we we also the you know, CEO of Insightful Creation Publication. We have three or four other authors, part of that. And you can reach me through Instagram. I do a lot of um, inspirational things on Instagram. Um, Goodreads, if you're on Goodreads, if you're on LinkedIn. So you can find me basically on most of the prominent social media outlets. And if you, if all else fails, Just go to Facebook. You'll
1: find me. Amen. Thank you again for sharing um, many blessings, 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 um, knowing that God will continue to use you mightily for his glory. I'm going to go ahead and pray out. Father, we thank you, O God, for this time. We thank you, Lord God, for the man of God. We pray, O God, that you would cover his household, cover him, God, and I pray, God, that no weapon for him shall prosper, that he will go forth in you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for those that are listening, God, that they will hear this interview and there will be something, oh God, that holds their attention and that they will begin to come and surrender, O oh God, and come unto you, Lord. We pray, Father God, for your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences broadcast. Continue to place your hope in the only hope there is, Christ our Lord.